Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go!
and us and God demanding obedience. So what I went through, God even revealed as I was on the island that this was going to be a movie. I didn't understand how this could be. Um, but when he told me to come off the island, I was obedient. did not mean that I did not go through fleshly hurt and pain, and I did. And I had to go through a lot of um, healing emotionally so that when I come back to L.A., and I believe it's very soon because he showed me, and um, he showed me that if I had made the decision to stay, that my destiny would have ended there and all the different promises that the Lord had for me would have ended there. Um, I went back to Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. I went out for various reasons, and one of the things he showed me as I was standing on the coast of Los Angeles looking over on Catalina Island, he had told me that if I had made the decision to stay on the island, it would have been similar to when Moses, could not enter into the promised land, so he had to stay in the wilderness, I would have been in my wilderness looking over in Los Angeles from Catalina Island and not being able to enter in. So I just want to encourage some people out there that may be going through some things. This is a season of crushing, but Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready as we're going through this polishing, as we're going through this crushing and refining fire. We're going to come out as pure gold. It is timing for new birth. This is a new season. We just celebrated Rosh Hashanah, which is uh, the new year. God has always commanded us to celebrate the feast. We're in the uh, days of reflection, and what has been going on in the spirit, speaking to a lot of my um, friends who are picking up, is new things. A lot of new things are, are about to happen. We're getting ready to deliver and come into a new realm, a new spiritual realm, a new realm in in our relationships and our um, positioning we're getting ready to be positioned into what we're supposed to do, the things God has called us to do. Now, before I continue on, I want to be obedient, and I want to be able to um, play something for you. And this is the ironic blessing. One of the things that I have realized and I do a lot of praying with, not only in my prayer time, but praying with other people and bestowing, we bestow blessing upon each other. And I realize that when we bestow blessings, it, it changes things over people. So this is the ironic blessing, and it's a blessing that normally the um Levitical priest, and we are a royal priesthood, uh, will say over the people, a lot of times families that understand the significance of blessing will say a blessing over their family, and 
it's one of those things where I believe we're to do that whenever it comes to our remembrance. So with that, I want to speak an ironic blessing over you. יברכך אדוני וישמרך, יאר אדוני פניו אליך ויחונקה, יישא אדוני פניו אליך וישם לך שלום. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. peace, a peace that passes all understanding. Yes, that's the kind of peace that our Father wants us to walk in. A peace, a rest, so we can take the promised land. The children of Israel could not come into the promised land until they entered into his rest. Because in order to go in and possess the land, We have to know where our strength comes from. We cannot be pulled emotionally. We cannot be pulled any kind of way in our flesh, but we have to be pulled by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit that will draw us into the truth because it is the truth that will set you free. I'm reminded of a study that I just was looking at the um, book of Acts, and it was talking about Paul. And I think it's um, in references chapter 9, but it was talking about Paul. Now, Paul's name was changed um, from Saul to Paul. Similar to my name is Ariel, God changed my name, and he let me know that Um, sometimes, and not all the times, but sometimes he'll change your name because your name has your identity and your destiny. Now, Saul was blinded for three days while he was going on the road to Damascus. And, you know, three days, when I think of three, I think of the Godhead, you know, three days in the earth before the Lord was resurrected. You know, it was a time when everything was taken away from him that he was used to having. See, Saul was a persecutor of the church. The church at the time was called the way. And Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the light. And Saul was against the way. And I believe sometimes... Sometimes I want to just say, you know what, I'm part of the way. And that will be sometimes a hook where people say, what are you talking about? What kind of, <laughs> you know, I just love it out. God is just so uh, creative. And that will give an opening for you. Say, oh, yeah, you know, the way, the whole truth. Oh, wow, okay, tell me more about this way. You know, and Jesus did say that. And, and this is, in this season, the year of the door, the Dalek, and the door 
you know, Jesus is the gateway into the kingdom. He's the way into eternity. No one can um, come to the Father but through him. So as we're in this year of the door, of gate, God is going to give us keys to access those gates we need to go through. And sometimes our gates are things that, you know, gates are for access and it's also for closure. And some things God wants us to open up and some things he wants us to close. And it's interesting that when Saul was about to persecute and continue, he was persecuting the church, but as he was really making his really strong, I would say he was determined to really crush this new movement that he was knocked off his horse on the road to Damascus, which is now in Syria. It always has been in Syria, but it, it is kind of interesting that this is the area that's um, very prevalent in the news. But he was blinded, and if you think about it, his eye gates was shut down. And this is something because he had to see, he had to recognize who was for who was for Rome, who was for um, who he felt were the people that that were the religious people at the time, and who were against this um, the religious people at the time. Now, you know, when you think about it, Saul must have asked the Lord, when was he getting his sight back? I mean, he heard the Lord, he recognized it was the Lord, but isn't it interesting that he got no answer, except he was to go into the city. And it shall be told thee what thou must do. He had to depend on someone else to let him know his next step. You know, when um, he had to go and I think it was Ananias said, Brother Saul. Now, why did he call him brother? Could it be that it was revealed to him that Saul was now one of them and that he was a chosen vessel? You know, again, you cannot come to the Father unless you come to the Lord Jesus or Yeshua, but the Spirit must draw you. It says, if anyone says Jesus is Lord, they shall be saved. So, you know, when Saul said, the Lord, he was now, I believe, also baptized in the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit led him. Now, Satan gives those counterfeits. He he likes to say ghost and everything else, which is not real. They're just demons that are roaming the earth. But the Holy Spirit is truth. And only those who listen and obey are walking in truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Saul's blindness is a metaphor for the spiritual blindness of the world. Once you receive the Holy Spirit, the scales fall off, and you see the real world, not what you saw before. 
Now, baptism, water baptism is a mark of being part of the way, being part of the kingdom. Baptism and the Holy Spirit is your being able to really see what is happening and be able to see by the Spirit what is real and not real. It reminds me of a scene in Matrix where, and movies are very, a lot of times very prophetic. A lot of people who um, have a prophetic gift, sometimes God will use music, um, movies, any of the creative arts. He, he made them. You know, and he will use what is there to show you something that is more than what you see. And I remember in Matrix, the young man did not believe, you know, he was, quote, the one. They were all saying he was the one because he was looking at the enemy in the natural, the, the men that were replicated over and over again. But something happened, and he was able to see them, and all he knew now is that they were just a bunch of numbers. So when they were attacking him, instead of him cowing in fear, he literally just would just stand there and move his hand and just, it was like effortless. So it was like a metaphor of walking in the spirit. It was effortless because he realizes that this enemy doesn't really, is not really real. Or it's real but not overwhelming because the spirit of the Lord is upon us. And only through Christ that lives in us, because he said that we're living in the world, but we're not of the world. And we overcome by the renewing of our mind, which is this mind that was in Christ Jesus, be also in me. And that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So that shows that it's Jesus that is more powerful than anything that can come against us. Now, I'm about my father's business here in Texas. Yes, I'll be going back to Los Angeles very soon when the father says to go. He's already told me to pack my bags, but there's an assignment here. And I will complete that assignment. And a lot of times, to encourage those of you, when you're put in a place and you really don't understand why you're there, it looks like in the natural, it doesn't make sense what you're going through or why are you in this situation. I just want to encourage you to... Just be still and know God because God knows exactly where he has you and why he has you there. And a lot of times things aren't revealed until it's time for you to move on. And then some things still aren't revealed. We may not know the complete story until we get to heaven. But if we're obedient to where God has us, to the people he's sending us to, then we will see him move 
because he knows he has a legal agent because that's what we are. We're eternal beings living on the earth for such a short time. So while we're living on the earth, we must work while it is day because when night cometh, no man can work. So we work here on the earth, but it's not the work we think we're supposed to do. It's the work of the kingdom where God sends us as his ambassadors into areas, sometimes overtly, where we're preaching the gospel, we're um, prophesying, laying hands on the sick, and then sometimes covertly, like the spies, like Joshua and Caleb, like people like Daniel, um, the three Hebrew children, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, (laughs) where you're sent into different places and people think you're one thing and then God shows that you're something else. So, I just feel strongly to encourage some of you who are listening to this that realize God knows what he's doing. He's not twiddling his thumbs. He's not shaking in his boots. He knows exactly where we're at. He knows exactly what he has for us to do. And he wins. (laughs) No demon in earth can stop the move of God. And I think it's just a privilege for us to be chosen. We're chosen vessels to display his glory, to bring his kingdom on earth and the way he wants to do it. So just again to encourage you, I know that as time goes on, we'll be talking about various things. I'll be bringing people on the show. I will be telling you about um, my move back to Los Angeles. But I just wanted to come on tonight, because it is late here in Texas, um, to let you know that I'm back and I can't wait to talk to you again. Give, leave me messages, comments, things you'd like to hear about, uh, for me to talk about, any kind of ideas. Some, some of you, if you feel led, I do have my short film, Lost Angels, and I can send you a link do that so you can see it. There are some things in the work for distribution, and I'll let you know that when I get the contract and sign it and let you know uh, uh, when that will be appearing. But um, if you would like, and if you feel led, you can um, send any amount of donation. Um, my ministry is Single Ray of Hope Ministries, And on PayPal, the um, email address is Hollywood 
That's H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-O-D, Lion, L-I-O-N, at gmail.com. That's HollywoodLion at gmail.com. If you so led to donate to the ministry. Regardless, if you would like to get a link to see my short film, Lost Angels, please send me an email saying you would like that. It would be my honor to send that to you. It is, um, if you go through the archives, you can look at the episodes. I think two times, maybe three times I talked about Lost Angels and how not having any film um, credentials, not even going to film school, actually one workshop on a Saturday and a couple of days in a program, and that's it. And God spoke to me to do a short film. And now that short film is going to be distributed. And like I said, I'll let you know about that a little bit later. Um, and I've, and it will be used, and it's just so strategic how God uses it, so that I can use that to help in the funding of the next movie he wants me to make, which is a feature film. And um, I'm excited about that. So... I will sign off now, and look for me next week. I will be posting on my site um, what I'll be talking about and what day and time. All right, until next time, be blessed, and know that God loves you so, so much. Let's go! You in your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, come on!
in the front now, in the back now, let's go now, ladies, <laughs> that's for the struggle. 